What is up, everybody? Welcome to the After the Ride podcast. This is actually last week's episode, and if you want the newest episode, make sure to join my Patreon. To join, go to patreon.com slash fireman. And I just want to say thank you right now if you do join, but if not, enjoy this one, and all you have to do is wait for next week. So uh, where did you get that adobo moto? The only time I've ever heard of adobo is, like, meat. Like I Yeah, went... <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, so I'm Filipino. Okay. And um, adobo is like a, it's a, it's a staple in, in the Philippines. It's basically it's it's literally just soy sauce stew, really. Right. So whatever whatever meat you want to use, like like popular ones are like chicken and and, and pork. You just kind of uh, you you what is it, saute the the meat with some garlic mm-hmm. and add soy sauce. Really, that's and you it. just let it simmer, and then that's essentially what adobo is, right? <laughs> I'm so hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, you know the, the Filipinos are were very like friendly, very uh, like we we love family. And I remember my grandma I was growing up. She, every anybody anybody brought home friends, family, whoever, right, strangers. She'd always try to feed them. Right? Uh, you're yeah. coming. At, you're in this house. You know, you gotta you gotta eat, right? And it, it was always mm-hmm. like uh, it was. It's kind of rude if you didn't eat. Like even if you had eaten somewhere else, like you better grab a plate because you're gonna piss her off. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so. that, that's like that's like a grandma in any culture, but then then it's your mom or yeah. you know, parents yeah, then, in, then in then different it cultures. Your mom. Yeah, and then so that's kind of like how I am now. Okay. Uh, you know, I, the reason like it was my wife and I's first house when I got out of the army. We bought a house, and then okay, we were like, what do we want? to kind of house do we want to buy? We definitely want a house with a lot of. Uh, entertainment space right a lot of room for people to come over and have fun and come visit us because we weren't going home like mm-hmm. we're originally from nevada i'm um, up in washington now and uh yeah so we bought a house that had plenty of like the rooms in this house are more just for sleeping okay so but we have like three living rooms where it's like okay we have a theater room for for whenever anybody wants to come over i wanted a big kitchen because obviously i'm going to be cooking all the yeah. time and we just invite everybody. And, and you know, I kind of regret that because now we have Thanksgiving <laughs> this, and, and Christmas here. And it's like, you know, like the two or three days after, it's just a mess. I still have, uh, you know, Christmas decorations just sitting there. My wife's like, when are you going to put those away? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you incorporated that into your your, your yeah. YouTube then. So like, yeah, it's about... I'm very like just inclusive, I guess. Okay. You know, like I really want to everybody to be a part of it but that's kind of like i was talking to somebody i don't know maybe in the comment section and i'm like yeah i'm just kind of having trouble you know gaining subscribers and like well you're kind of all over the place you're kind of yeah. trying to be the everybody's motor vlogger when it's like you really have to niche down yeah you know so it's like okay well i had to find something and then my wife's like you should do vinyl wrapping yep. i said hell no man heck no man i want to do vinyl wrapping yeah that stuff I don't like. I like to do that for myself personally. Uh-huh. And I've been riding, what, 11, 12 years now. And, um, and that's kind of one of those things. Like I didn't want to pay for paint. And okay. I used to, well, I still kind of flip motorcycles on the side. And just to, just to customize them or whatever, I didn't want to pay for paint. I was like, okay, vinyl's cheap. Let me, let me learn how to vinyl wrap. And that's what I did for the better half of like a decade where I was flipping bikes. I would add a little flare by... You know, adding a little bit of vinyl wrap, it just kind of made it stand out from all the other bikes. A lot of people ask me, like, how like you're so you, you flip bikes so fast, right? This this mm-hmm. last last year, I was just you know buying a bike, selling it, buying a bike, selling it. How like, many how many did you uh, flip? 
last year? This year? Oh, I want to say some of them I flipped so fast, I don't even like remember them, right? So this last year, maybe like 10, just on 10? the side. Wow, that's yeah. that's almost once a month. I mean, if kind of. Yeah, essentially, that. right? Yeah. yeah, and I'm, I'm making like one or 2,000 per, per motorcycle, you know, and I, I still give, you know, I still give people good deals, better deals yeah. than. You know that's that's another reason why I get them. I get rid of them so fast because I I buy them for a good deal, I put them right back up, for a better deal than whatever is up, right? Uh huh. So it's like so if you could beat somebody and still make a little bit of money and make somebody happy, it's like, you know, it's kind of a win win. Plus I I do my homework. I take care of the motorcycle. You know, I make it ready yeah. to go. You know and, that uh, that right there is is definitely a niche that nobody's covering. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Flipping motorcycles, and coming from a position of Okay, so who who's my audience? What do I like to do? And if it's, if vinyl wrapping is not like the major thing that you like to do, and you like to flip motorcycles, I mean, you can monetize that even more with 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 views by by like I'm gonna go buy this bike. This is what I'm gonna do to take care of it. This is what I look for when I buy a bike. And you know, mm-hmm. if it has this, it's too it's not a good deal. And yeah. then when you flip it, like how to sell it. So you're really going through the whole used market. And there's a lot of beginner riders out there that are like, man, I can't afford a new bike. What do I do? What? How do I look at a used bike? You know, what do I buy? How do I buy it? And then if I want to get rid of it, how do I sell it? And boom, you have that whole thing. And yeah, yeah. That yeah. right there, you're already doing it. So I mean, film it. <laughs> yeah, it would be, be interesting to to go through that. And I've thought about it before. It's just um, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like that is just kind of like my side. I don't know, man. I don't like the reason I got into YouTube. Like mm-hmm. this brings me back to like why i even did it and it's like i've if i get if i do this if i do this right i'm gonna do it the way i want to do it mm-hmm. right so it's like okay i'm already doing this i'm already doing you know i'm I've been vinyl wrapping i've been you know flipping bikes on the side i know how to ride i didn't want to like give like too many like tutorials on how to ride bikes because i don't feel like i'm like mm-hmm. that huge of an expert like i club raced back in like 07 and a lot of people ask me, like, you know, they watch my, like, canyon carving videos. And I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't, like, ride to the 100% of my ability mm-hmm. on the street because it's really dangerous. Yeah. Like, what you see, like, you think I'm fast, but I'm actually very cautious. You know, what, what, what is fast to you is not necessarily, like, you know, 100% yeah. over the edge for me. You know, I'm not like knee knee down, and I'm yeah. not leaning all the way, right? Yeah, I'm, your I'm your seventy percent my... is probably like my hundred percent, basically. Yeah, like that's yeah, what it looks essentially. like. Yeah, and then like you know, a lot of people. There was a couple guys that crashed because of me trying to follow me, so mm. it became where I didn't want to be that guy, right? So yeah. I just like here, I'm known locally here, so I just kind of just ended up just doing my own thing, and then I'll put it up, and a lot of people were like, "Hey, when are we gonna ride together? When are we gonna ride together?" Do you have full insurance? <laughs> Do you have full insurance? <laughs> yeah. Do you have a full suit? Yeah. Because for a while it was like they didn't require insurance here for bikes. Really? Where yeah, are you at? Where are you at? This is like, new. Washington State, man. Washington State. Oh, yeah. They yeah. just started it this summer. I just saw, and I just shared it on my Facebook, something about Washington, uh, new endorsement uh, things that are going out. I think you can have your permit for 180 days and you have to re-up it. Um, okay. And then after that, you don't. you have to get your endorsement. Or, or, or you have to retake the physical and, and the uh, written test. Yeah, yeah man. So for uh, years, they didn't require insurance here. Really? Yeah. Wow. A lot of people got pissed that they added uh, liability. I'm like, you should have at least 
liability. Very... Yeah, I was gonna say liability <laughs> is like nothing for a motorcycle. It's like yeah, for me at least, full coverage. You know, yeah, collision yeah. and uh, yeah, all that stuff. Man, that's uh, that's really cool. So you're you have like this really big history. So you said you're in the military, mm-hmm. and then you're out riding since what oh seven. You're in a mm-hmm. club. So what is the club thing? Like, I, I don't know what all that's about, like the club thing. Um, yeah, so it was um, something my friends and I just started. We were just like this this collective group of like, you know, misfits, man, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think we transit Like, when I used to be big in the car scene probably because of like Fast and Furious and all those movies, <laughs> yeah. right? And you're like, yeah. you know, I don't know how old I was when I watched that, maybe like 14 or so. I couldn't even drive at the time. <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah i did the car scene thing i didn't really it was different there it wasn't as like a community as much as it was like for bikes mm-hmm. but when i got my first bike it was just sold the car you know oh, okay. i just fell in love i was just like being alone and then you know i found my friends that were into it and then yeah we kind of started a club where, where did you find that out that i was in a club you just said that I did. Yeah. Oh. You're like in 07, I was, did the club thing. Oh, yeah. 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 So uh, I could just say I, I did my research, but I really didn't. I just listened to you. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I figured, you know, like I, I did the same. You know, I watched one of your videos. I was like, it's going to be cooler if it's like an organic, yeah. you know, conversation <laughs> rather than, hey, man, I watched your video on this. Yeah. I'm not like you that, know? dude. Don't, don't, don't do that to me. Don't, <laughs> don't do that to me. I'm just a normal dude, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, watching you and uh, Yami like kind of go back and forth. I'm like, this is cool, man. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think. uh, Let me put YouTubers on like a pedestal, and we're just like, nah, they're just. Yeah, it's that's that's the thing is is uh, if you start putting yourself on that pedestal and you you really disconnect. I mean, my whole thing, just like you, you said inclusivity for how you do your motorcycle stuff. Uh, that's the whole goal with what I do. I mean, I got the Discord, I got the Facebook group, I got all these different that's things. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you it, ever get it, people that meet you in person? You're like, yeah, you're really, you're actually pretty nice, dude. You're really yeah, actually pretty uh, normal, dude. Typically, when they meet me in person, they're like, man, you're really short. <laughs> 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 they're like, man, you're really short. I actually got my very first uh, outside of everything uh, recognition, uh, recognition, whatever. Uh, I was playing Modern Warfare, and someone's like, is that the is are you the real Dan Dan? I'm like, yep. He's like, oh, man, I was watching your videos when I was learning how to ride. I was like, cool. I really suck at this game, so don't tell anybody. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I posted on Facebook, one of the local groups. I was like, hey, I'm doing a podcast with this dude. He hit me up. And if anybody knows, I'm sure one of you guys know. I mean, uh, like 100K plus subscribers. And they're like, oh, yeah, I watch his videos. Cool. He's one of the reasons I started riding, and I'm like, oh, cool. Man. Awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. You're saying, though, that you uh, uh, you do the group rides where you stop doing them. Um, yeah. So people, would would they recognize you from YouTube, or would they just know you from the local scenes? You said you and your buddies created something down there. Yeah, so um, I actually they actually know me locally from uh, YouTube, if that makes sense. So yeah. when I was doing my homework, I was like, okay, so motorcycles are kind of, you know, motorcycle content's kind of like, it's it's one of those things you either make it or you don't or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, let me look at the the Pacific Northwest scene who's who's out here. And there's nobody. So I said, let me make myself, let me niche myself here in this community. Mm-hmm. And then and then that's that's kind of what started. Like most of my subscribers are local. Yeah. Right? Okay. So 
you know, you know, I have a few here and there, like, you know, outside of, of Washington, but most people know me here. The, you know, a lot of people DM me and they're like, Hey dude, so-and-so told me to watch your channel. I love your content. I'd love to ride with you sometime. And it became that. And I held my first like meet this summer and it was just kind of like word of mouth. And I didn't realize like that many people were going to come. I thought it was just going to be these normal five guys I ride with. And That's really cool, like man. 20 or 30 and i'm like hey man you see i was like what this is cool man like they thought like you know like they i don't know but sometimes you get like a bad rep being youtuber but they're like you you're nothing like i i thought or some of you were like you're exactly like i thought i watched yeah. your vlogs you're hilarious you know yeah you notice how it goes all over the place and you're talking before we started uh, uh recording and all that stuff is that uh the comments you know argumentative with comments or, or reading every single one it gets tough man um you're just gonna find different people with different ideas with mm -hmm. how they want to interact versus how you feel like you should interact and i wouldn't worry too much about any of that stuff <laughs> yeah just, yeah just uh keep doing what you want to do yeah um but man, really with that used market that you got with flipping the motorcycles, like I don't know anybody outside of a dealership that actually does that uh, personally. Yeah. Um, I'm sure yeah. there's many people out there, but you, typically dealerships will go out and find used bikes if it's for a good deal and try to buy it and then flip it themselves, you know, with, right. a, with the dealership, you know, certification and all that stuff. But you could easily do that. And I think that would be a really good like niche of a niche within the mm -hmm. motorcycle stuff and you can even branch out if you want on a second channel for car stuff but i mean that that's really cool because i'm just having my brain going and i'm thinking out loud and it's just like you'll go up to fi you'll find a bike you'll you'll do like a whole craigslist or whatever how you find it record all that and say this is what i'm looking for yeah. and yeah. a lot of people are like okay i like this bike because it has a good price and then somebody that will watch it might watch it to see how they want to flip it but you're going to find people that want to buy a bike too that are brand new that's with true. no income really that's true and that's going to help out a lot of beginner riders that's something i can't provide and a lot of people can't provide and if you've been yeah. doing it for a while that's your it seems like that's your expertise and something you like oh absolutely i mean yeah. um i don't know i think you're mentioning how like you don't really know too many bike brands and then like some people can just name a bike off yep. of like a part or something yeah that's kind of who i am i'm just like oh yeah i don't i know what bike that is you there know? you go man i know what what clutch cover that's for there you <laughs> go <laughs> you know dude I mean? that's so that's, i think that's i think awesome. that's a you know that's a good that's a good point man and that let's go back to the vinyl wrapping yeah there you why go why i didn't want to do it right <laughs> well my wife forced me and then like you know like that that kind of is why people outside of washington or even in washington like watch my videos now mm -hmm. right i was at school the other day he's like this guy's like have you met before i'm like no dude i've never met you in my life he's like you make youtube videos there it is <laughs> i've like, gotten what? that i've gotten that look where it's like yeah i know you yeah i know you yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was like, I watched all your vinyl wrapping. I was like, "Ah, oh, great! I'm the vinyl wrapping guy, right?" <laughs> uh, it, it can change. I was the uh, the guy that took his sports through off road, and now I'm oh, the, no now shit. I'm the safety guy. So, oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, man. it could change. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So back to that, I'm like, it's something I didn't want to do because it was a pain in the butt, and um, I just like doing it for myself. And uh, I remember I would post just pictures. You know, I wouldn't post videos, just pictures on on Facebook and. You know, here's my DMs. Hey, man, can you wrap my bike? 
how much to write. I'm like, it takes so much time yeah. and energy, but I will, you know, I will gladly help you. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk you through. I'll, I'll, you know, give you the website. You can figure out how much you need, um, you know, what tools you need, mm-hmm. very basic stuff. And then it became like, my wife's like, you're already doing it. You should just record it. Like, like what you're saying. Yeah. Like with the flipping bike, like yeah. you're already doing it. You should just record it. So I did one day and I said, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I'll do it right. That way I can, because once it's out there, I know I'm going to get a butt ton of questions. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make sure I cover as much as I can. And then whatever I didn't cover in my videos. So the video is like two hours long, two, two, two parts. And uh, yeah, that's what I did. It took like, it took a week or so of filming, you know, waiting for the stuff to dry. Because I wanted to do it good. I wanted mm-hmm. to do it, you know, some justice. And yeah, that turned out to be like my greatest hit, I guess. Yeah. And then it's just, I'm just like, okay, cool. And then Vivid Vinyl, somebody from Vivid Vinyl actually hit me up maybe like six or seven months after. And uh, I didn't, I never checked the the Facebook page, the Double Moto. It's always my personal page. Yeah. There's that page, right? Yeah. The Facebook page. I was just happened to be on there one day. And then this guy is like, hey, man, I work for Vivid Vinyl. would love to saw your content. love to just you know, sponsor any future vinyl wrapping videos. That's really like, cool, what? dude. Yeah. So I would, you know, I, I took them up on their offer and then, you know, they just, any, any vinyl I need, they, they hook me up and I make videos. I actually have a roll sitting there in the garage that I got to do something with. Yeah. That, that's, that's how you get yourself in there, man. That's, that's your first, right. That's your first like sponsorship, I guess. That's where it's, yeah. That's really cool. And and to have that at, you know, I'm sure it was before your 5,000 subscribers. Yeah, I was and, at about two and a half or something. Yeah. So, I mean, you could get, you know, sub- sponsors and stuff if you really, even at a low subscriber base, if you're really niche down or you're focused on something. And that's really cool, man. I think you could easily keep doing that with those used bikes you find and keep building upon that. There's nothing wrong also with, with experimenting with a bunch of stuff, you know, throwing mud sure. against the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Um, I still do that. So there's there's definitely something to be said about that. So just keep doing it. I absolutely like it. And I'm yeah, looking at your, your uh, videos here. And, yeah, the ones that are um, vinyl wrapping are, like, a lot mm-hmm. higher than the other ones. So, I mean, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's what people want. I mean, I usually go yeah. by what people want. And, yeah, 94,000 views for for the part one that's really that's that's badass dude that's really good that's really good um but it's an hour long video i think yeah and that's probably giving you really good watch time and all that stuff too so yeah it's pretty high yeah (laughs) pretty high considering (laughs) like my subscriber count i'm like "Uh." but i think i learned to um uh you know talking with like some bigger uh subscriber based youtubers they're Mm -hmm. like you know, some, the subscriber count doesn't matter as much mm-hmm. as long as you're providing some, you know, some, some, I don't know what it is. Like, like value. Value, yeah, value, value, right? Yeah. Everyone likes so to use like, the word okay. value. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so that's true though. It really is. It, it subscriber base doesn't really, I mean, the numbers doesn't really matter too much. I mean, you can have a million subscribers and only make 10,000 views. I mean, if you're not right. providing value. Right. Yeah, but if you're doing it for like like subscribers or views or whatever, this be, becomes like work or mm-hmm. you know it's not fun anymore. Yeah, you know there was a point where I I thought of, like I was doing it for views and then 
it, it became like, okay, now I just want to do it for, for fun, mm-hmm. right? For the community. And then initially I had started because I wanted to put something up there because I've been making videos for a while, man. Um, but they were always like, uh, like special videos for my kids or yeah. my wife's, my wife or their birthdays or something like that. And, uh, I was like, you know, I'm just going to put them up on, I'm just going to start a YouTube channel. That way, you know, kids change you. Kids really change. I don't know if you have any kids. Yep, yep. I got, yeah. uh, I got two kids. Okay. Yeah, I got two, boy and girl. And, um, you know, my son, he's, he watches YouTube all the time. And I'm like, cool, let me put myself on this, on this platform. Mm-hmm. Just so that's something you think about as a parent. Like, just in case, especially as a, as a, as a biker, you think like, okay, this could you know, this could be this could be the way I, yeah. I go, and then you know nobody wants everyone wants to talk about that. Yeah, and um, I was like, okay, well, let me put up these videos so that way my daughter, who's you know barely not even two years old, if something were to happen, she could go back to these videos and be like, oh, that's my dad. That's who my dad mm-hmm. was. You know, that's his personality. Because a lot, you know, I'm sure people are going to tell her, oh, if you know, this is all hypothetical. If mm-hmm. the, your dad was this. Your dad was funny. He was always the funny guy in the room. That's what my mom says. Your dad was, you know, he's, he was always bringing people up. He was always making people laugh or joking around. And I'm like, that's who I'm going to be. That's who a double moto is going to be. It's yeah. going to be just, you know, just just your friend, you know? So do you think about, like, what type of content you put up because of that? Or, like, do you I make do. sure not to cuss? Like, that, I remember when I, I, I tried to make sure not to cuss on this channel, yeah. um, stuff like that. But... Uh, does that also play into, you know, because you're talking to like, not not like, oh, I'm going to die, but it's very smart as a parent. I mean, I think of that too. But um, does that change how you ride also? I mean. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Man. Absolutely. I mean, I, when I go in the canyons, I don't feel right unless I got my full gear on. I don't ride a motorcycle and I ha- unless it's like it's registered. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has full coverage. I don't hop on anybody's bike unless it's registered. Full coverage. That's kind of like my rule, right? Yeah. So like my my close group of friends that I ride with, you know, we all have full coverage and we all wear suits, and depending on where we're going, right? Mm-hmm. But that's kind of my criteria. If you're gonna ride with me, like a lot of people want to go ride with me, and I'm like, okay, uh, as long as you have full coverage, and you have you know protection, and we're good on that end, you know, then we're both protected. I hit you, you hit me. Like you have your. I'm sure you know you you do those reviews right those yeah. crash yeah the crash and then reviews. there's a lot of these group rides that do like crazy things you can't oh, control yeah. everybody right you can't can't no. control nothing can't control nothing exactly so what i can control is who i ride with mm-hmm. so that's what i focus on what can i control i can control the people i ride with if they have the same mentality as me which is you know being in the military you think the goal is to go home right yeah yeah so um you know, same thing. When I wrote, when I go out and ride, it's like my goal, my end goal is to go home. Yeah. Right. That, One that's, way or another, I'm going. And that's 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 huge, man. That's that's big. So you you literally choose who you ride with. Like you don't do absolutely. Those, you don't do those group rides, those crazy ass group rides. No, I get invited all the time, and I'm, you know, like, and I make it known that I'm not a big group ride rider, but you know, people just gonna invite me because they know me. But at the same time, they're like, they kind of know I'm not gonna show up. But if I do show up. I'm very tame, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm very calm. I, I I'm either at the at the at the front or in the way back. I'm never in between. <laughs> yeah. 
And I was yeah. just because I don't know, it was like claustrophobia or something, man. I'm just I'm just scared of I'm really just more scared of other bikers. And when did that really change though? I mean, like I'm pretty sure at the beginning you weren't like that. Like I wasn't. At the beginning I was like, Yeah, hey, let's go mess around, let's screw around, let's do some stupid shit. And uh I'm pretty sure there was a transition somewhere. For me it was not it, it was, I did it before my kids. It was <clears throat> for me it was when I was a, a firefighter seeing all the accidents. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, seeing all the accidents and I'm like, man, I gotta, I have to settle down conduct unbecoming of a firefighter. You know, I don't want to get crazy tickets. So I'll definitely keep it down. I also don't want to get injured because if I get injured, I am out of work. And then now I'm having to burn PTO and all this other stuff. So that to me, like the career, and then now definitely I, I, I hardly even ride anymore other than to film or to go do something I have to do. Cause I don't have a car. So, I mean, I just have my bike. Um, but yeah, definitely now it's like, oh, I, I increased my insurance. I got added medical to my insurance. I mean, I'm doing as much as I possibly can. So if something does happen, I don't, I'm not a burden to my family. So like, right, like, where do you think that really hit you when it came to, I'm going to stay back or in front. I'm not going to do anything crazy now. So yeah, it was like the very, very beginning. So I, when I started writing, I, I actually didn't have my endorsement. Mm-hmm. I got pulled over nice. a year later. Same here. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so I, got... I didn't get pulled over, <laughs> but I was riding without an endorsement. I didn't get pulled over, but I was riding out without an endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not I mean, the, the guy was really cool, man. The cop yeah. was cool. I had my license, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and I'm like, yeah, sorry, man. I just, you know, I just been meaning to blah, blah, blah. And he's like, look, go take your test. He said, I'm going to go this way. You go that way. Hopefully we don't run into each other again. I was like, great. If you're honest, went that's home. what happens, you know? Yeah. Went home and then got my license. But it, it still, that didn't change me. I, I was doing a wheelie down the down the highway. Sit down, right? I had <laughs> just a t-shirt on yep. with my jeans and my Converse. Right? I, thought uh. I, was, I thought I was the coolest thing ever. And then I hit the back, like the tail end. I, I 12'd it. And I tried saving it. The problem was I was too short. Okay. I couldn't touch the ground. So I'm like this. Uh. So I, I had no choice but to let it go. Oh, no. And I had just bought this helmet. It was a showy. Uh-huh. I had just paid for it. I'm like, no, oh, I got to save the helmet. So I'm like doing this on asphalt, man. I, oh, yeah, I was messed up. But what changed it for me was when I couldn't pick up my son. He was still a baby. Oh. Yeah. With yeah, all he's the... T- he's, he's 10 now. Yeah. So I was all scraped up, bruised up. And I couldn't, I couldn't pick him out, out of his uh, crib. And I was like, okay. Mm. Got to calm down. Damn, that hit me pretty hard right now, man. That... Yeah. That's I, I say that to uh to people. It's like road rash is a burn. It's and if it's deep in there, it's second and third degree burns. So imagine having second and third degree burns and having to function. Your mm-hmm. your skin's the largest organ on your body, and if it's compromised, you can't. You're not mobile. You're not. You're in pain all the time. You have problems thermoregulating. Um, yeah, you know, you know exactly what I went through then. Yep. There's, yeah. well, I would like to know more about that. Um, one thing that I was doing or I was trying to get on uh, a podcast would be uh, after the crash and talking about the uh, the mental aspect, the mental cost of it, the physical cost of your road rash, the financial cost, um, and then the reactions from your family. So uh, mentally, how do you feel after a crash uh, or that crash? Like, does it, is it still with you? Like, do you remember everything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember it every, every day. I was first gear sitting down down the highway, and then, uh, you know, I, I crashed. But um, I didn't really 
Like it, I had so much adrenaline in me. Mm-hmm. I just got right back up and I was more worried about the bike. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's a leaking tank or fuel. It's leaking from the tank. It's, you know, it's leaking oil, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm sitting in my buddy's truck. He's driving me home and get the car up. I even, I even lifted it up onto the truck. I helped lift it. That's how, yeah. how much adrenaline I had running in me. Sitting in his truck and I'm dripping in blood, dude. And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, you'll feel that later. I was like, I don't feel it now. I feel okay. Got home. My wife's like, what happened? I was just making a turn. There was dirt. <laughs> Does she still think that you're making a turn? Because I don't. I won't no, no, she this. knows. Okay. She knows. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like she you're knew from me. the yeah. She knew from the beginning. <laughs> okay. That I was lying. Okay. And then you know, and I was like, all right, what do I gotta do? Get these clothes off. Get in the shower. And that's when I felt it, man. Like that hot water, right on the wounds. You know, there's like gravel all up in my in my in my uh, knees, mm-hmm. and then the next day was horrible. Couldn't do much, right? And mm-hmm. then that you know couldn't pick up my son, and I was like, ah. And that's know, what changed you, huh? Yeah, I had to miss a couple weeks of work, you know, until I could get. You know, it's funny. It, I went behind her back. I don't know if she knows this, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, all right, <laughs> all right. I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want to no, get you in no, trouble. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. All right. Um. So two weeks after that, I went and bought a brand new R6, and then I kept it in my buddy's garage. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, just uh, act like it's yours, dude. Hopefully you've brought He's enough like, value to her to where it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows, like, you know, she's, I don't know if I ever told her that story, but it's going to be funny if she watch, when she watches you. Oh, my um, gosh. But, yeah, I love you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry uh, that I I brought (laughs) that out of him somehow. Yeah. Man, that's – so, yeah. So the physical part, I mean, you said you're dripping blood. So let me me try to reframe it in my head. This is typically what I do when I watch these crash videos. So you're on the interstate doing a wheelie, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, I'm assuming interstate speeds or – No, like 35. Okay, 35. Okay. Yeah. First gear and I'm sitting down. Okay. Um, and then 35 mile an hour, uh, you said you just had a helmet. Did you have gloves? Anything like I that? Had, uh, yeah, I had dirt bike gloves. So okay. Cloth, they sh- they right? shredded. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Okay. So the, the injuries that you had, you, you, you were doing this. So I'm assuming that's where you had some. Yeah. So right here, uh, right here, both my knees and then, uh, back behind my upper hip. Okay. Yeah. And that was just, was that like surface level road rash or was there like gouges missing? of you yeah there was gouges there was gouges um, d- down in my knees um actually when i went to peel off one of the scabs on my knee there was still like gravel that was stuck deep with in there yeah and i was like oh that's funny all right yeah. <laughs> you gotta pluck that stuff out and that's what they do at the hospital they just they grab yeah, i didn't it. go to the hospital no you no didn't. man you just took a I shower just called dealt it a with it. Yeah, i took a shower and i was like ah. you ah. got got some adobo Got some, got yeah, some. right. It's a that's, <laughs> that, disinfected. That's, that, yeah, that helped me. <laughs> oh, man. So it wasn't, I mean, so what, what prevented you from, I mean, picking up your child? Was it Was it this stuff? Was it, did you have it on your <sighs> hands too? Or I just, I think I was just so sore and I couldn't, I couldn't even get out of bed, dude. Like it, getting out of bed was, it was hard. So right? you felt it like within your bones and muscles mm-hmm. and all that stuff? Like everything was sore. Like, I had just gotten snowboarding for the first time in my life. Yeah, I know that like, feeling, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like that, it, except you're dealing with burn or rashes and mm-hmm. stuff, right? So it's like, I couldn't even, like, barely walk, 
It was hard to bend my knees. Like, everything felt just locked, you know? Yeah, and that's the skin. It that's It's not flexible anymore. It's just going to lock you in. Yeah, it oh. felt so tight. It was weird, man. And you said you took time off, so a couple of weeks yeah, off. A couple of weeks. Um, how how was it? And obviously, I, I don't care about dollar amounts and all that stuff. But did you, so you had time off, so you burned leave, or you lot, or you took an income hit, and then you had to go buy another bike. Like, how was the insurance dealing with insurance on that? I mean, you know, it was just one of those things. You know, yeah, it's just hey guys, I crashed. Oh, okay, so they're just I'm like sorry, cool. Here's yeah. here's the income or here's yeah. the payment. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, did you have to I mean, buy I, like crutches too? Like, did you have to do anything crazy or did no, you call it No, no, I just um, I just limped my way around <laughs> for a while. You know, I was a skateboarder back in the day. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. I was used to being hurt, and yeah, you know, you go to the hospital enough times, you kind of know what to do. Like, yeah, ice and rest. Is it is it broken? Is it bleeding? Is it is the bleeding stopped? Cool. We're not right. broken. Yeah. We don't need to go not to the hospital. No, there you go. Exactly. Because yep. they're gonna tell you the same thing all the time anyway. Yep. So. Yep. Okay. Cool, man. Um, what else? I mean, this is the first after the crash thing I've ever I've ever done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how did how did your how did your wife react to that? Because I'm sure your kids are a little too young for that, right? Oh yeah. I mean, okay. So I got out of the car scene, and then I just kind of went right back into the a different thing which mm -hmm. was bikes right she was pregnant when i got my first bike she you know it was one of those things i sold the sold my sports car i had like a little subaru sold it to get a family car mm -hmm. she was pregnant it's our first child and then i just still had that you know that adrenaline in me yeah i just i'm just i like i wanted to chase something so i said oh i always wanted a bike always wanted a bike she did not want me to buy a bike my mom didn't want me but i just did it man mm -hmm. that's, what, that's what i did yeah, right? I feel my, like a lot of... parents didn't want it, no. Yeah. Like, you know that story. Yeah. Like, I would, like, n I, and I get that all the time when people ask me, like, I don't even ride. Now he's wanted a bike, but, you know, so-and-so is preventing me. And I'm like, nobody's preventing you. <laughs> yeah, you can go out. You got money, right? <laughs> you can you can, yeah, you got money. You can do it. But yeah, but I don't want to... I'm like, look, man, they're going to love you no matter what. Yeah. You know, if it's if it's something you really want to do, it's it's tough. Like, you're going to be thinking about it forever, right? And yeah. that's kind of what, that's what decided me... That's what I just how uh, that's what helped me get my first bike is just thinking about the fact that if I don't do it now, I'm never gonna never yeah. gonna do it, right? Yeah, and I think about it from now. I mean, we're both parents, so I mean, if mm -hmm. my kid wants to to ride a motorcycle, it's not that I don't want him to do it. I'm scared for his well being. That's all. That's all that is. So I know if he went out and took some classes or, you know, made sure he's 100% safe, he's like, he got gear first, he did his research, I'd be perfectly fine if he got a bike and yeah. then making sure he's actually doing it consistently. I mean, that could be for anything like video games, you know, skateboarding, all that stuff. It's like, just, just yeah. wear gear because you understand, like, if you break your knee, you're, you can't play soccer now, you know, whatever his right. other favorite thing is. For us, it's, you know, holding our kids and, you know, if we crash. Does so. your your wife ride? Uh, yeah, yeah. So she, oh, she had, does. Yeah, she has a Rebel Five Hundred, um, but it's just too cold out right now. She's constantly working, so I'm typically the one that rides both bikes. So okay. So does she? Um, did she start riding because of you, or yeah. has she always been? Oh, okay. Yeah, I put her on the yeah. back of my my Sportster, and she's like, I want to start riding. Like, I want to be in control. I'm like, all right, cool. We're gonna go to the go to the course. We're gonna do this. We're gonna get your endorsement. Do the right way, and she did it. And she'll ride every once in a while, but nothing crazy. We've only been That's out cool. of town like once or twice, so 
That's, that's cool, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't think my wife will ever ride, honestly. Uh, she's just not into it. I tried the cruiser thing, and uh, the cruiser life just wasn't for me. Yeah. Like she said she would ride a cruiser. Yeah. So I bought, uh, what did I buy, like a Striker 1300? Mm-hmm. And um, just didn't, I, it was fun for like 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 yeah, big old wheel, big old wheel in the back, like it's like three hundred wheel or something. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and that's then, huge. Yeah, and then uh, that's from factory, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. it was fun. It was like it was like riding a uh, recliner down yeah. the highway. I got really bored of it, like within twenty minutes, and I said, "Nope, selling it." So you're mostly sport guys or a sport bike guy. Yeah, yeah. So for me, if I were to do long distance, I'd probably get like a, I don't know, like a upright, uh, sporty sport okay. bike. Or something, cool. you know, or even that that Indian, the, the they have one with Olin's suspension. Oh yeah, like that's the up, right? the FTR, the one I got. That's the one you ride, right? Yeah, I ride the FTR yeah, 1200s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that thing, that thing's nice, man. It's fun. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Pretty powerful. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I definitely don't use all the power though. I mean, it's just not something I I do. I just I probably I probably shouldn't have got it for how I ride. That's funny. <laughs> but I it's it's been my dream bike so. I feel I feel like that's a good mix of, you know, sporty and and uh, kind of ergonomical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's know? it's pretty upright for what it is. Yeah. it's yeah. comfy. So I think I'm gonna transition into that eventually. Yeah, you know, when I get tired of like, every year, I just ride less and less. Yeah. I know you're probably the same, right? Yep. Every year I ride less and less. There's more things that I got to get done. Yeah, and uh, just really focus on like what I create. You know, I got the. Uh, accident stuff I got I, I teach sometimes and coach sometimes out at the range for the MSF um, okay. but for the most part I'm stuck in this this room that's why it's all messy stuff's all over the ground I'm trying to figure out the backdrop and but that's that's, that's the whole niche thing you know I'm trying to figure out mine yeah. and just figure out yours and just constantly keep evolving like once you find yeah. your niche you're gonna have to refine it anyways in like a year or two because it changes yeah that's funny man yeah that's funny how how quickly like things change like especially on youtube it's it's different there's a lot of youtubers that get burnt out doing the same thing and then it changes and then they end up like doing something that like totally playing video games now yeah <laughs> yeah man i know who was it that somebody became a cop or something uh yummy i think yummy r6 yeah, yeah is I he still him. doing that uh is he still doing that i think he's i don't know if he's vlogging anymore but i i was following him in the when he was in the police cadets and, yeah, and I just, I thought that was cool. I mean, public service. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Good for yeah. you. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. And then I, I, it was I thought it was funny like the contrast between like the stuff he used to do like you know wheelies down the street and, yeah. and whatnot, and yeah. then like oh cool now you want to be a cop that's cool man yeah that's awesome maybe he's you know maybe there's something changed in him yeah like, he, good. he he might have had something too where like you and I you know we had mm-hmm. our own little thing he probably had something and I think that's what a lot of and I don't even I don't even think it's the age thing. I think it's when you first join this community, like the first year or two, when you're just like, man, this is fun. You know, pinning it, going stupid. You know, enjoying the rush of dodging things like it's a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that's just the first year or two of, of people, right. and that there's stats that are involved where the first year or two, that's when most people crash. And right. it's I don't think it's necessarily the lack of training, I think it's the, the mindset that people have. Um, yeah. I mean, I was safe after, you know, my first two, my first or my second year, I was, I was a lot safer, but I had no real training. It's because I toned it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that's something that happened with you. 
Um, yeah. But I mean, you got training though, right? You, you, uh, I mean, you said you got full leathers. It looks like you got some, some crazy bikes. Um, you, did you say you did some track days and stuff or did yeah. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got, yeah. you got track less or were they lessons yeah, or I, I, I raced for a year okay. uh, when I first started. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of what got me to love like the speed of it. Mm-hmm. And then I joined the army and then I came out, came, moved out here and nobody was riding the way I liked to ride. Right. Yeah. Everybody, you know, the, those guys were like track guys or something, but I, I met, I had met somebody, he posted a video locally and I was like, Hey, that's, that's who I want to ride with. You know, okay. that's this guy's a, you know, he's trying to become a, a local. He's actually really, really fast now. Um, How do you like, like to ride at, at that moment? Like, did you like to ride fast? Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So at that moment I did, I love, I love to be in the canyons away from, from cars mm-hmm. away from, you know, other obstacles, just being alone out there. I feel like that, that type, that type, that style of riding is, it doesn't belong on the streets, but if you're going to do it, go somewhere far. Yeah. I used to ride at this place. It used to take me an hour and a half to get there. But when I would get there, that's when I would open up, you know, open up the bike and and really just push myself a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And nobody was doing that until I found my buddy, Tony. And then it was just kind of like, oh, cool. I'm going to hang out with you now because you have the same mentality where we go out in the middle of nowhere and do, you know, whatever wheelies, you know, Mm -hmm. canyon carving. And, um, yeah, that's what a lot of people get, you know, they watch my videos and I don't think they understand that I've been riding for so long, you know, and I've been to so many track days that I can, I have that ability, I have that skill, Mm -hmm. you know, 80 around the corner for me, that's like a 30 would be like a 35, 40 for somebody else. And they're like, that's fast. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm in control the whole time. Yeah. And, and, you know, I get a lot of backlash and I tell them, like, I'm actually in control the whole time. It's maybe the angle of the video you can't see or, or oh, yeah, something, I, you I know, get for that YouTube. Too. I get that. Right? When I have my hand off and I film, like I'm mm-hmm. talking, I talk, I'm Italian. I talk with my hands over his, but okay. uh, <laughs> I, I talk with my hand. But when I ride, kind of like how you're saying is when you go out of your way to get into an area, I literally pick an area where it's a straight line. And mm-hmm. it's like at nine in the morning. So everyone's at work during the weekday yeah. and there's three lanes and I'm, and I'm doing it with one hand. Yeah. So to yeah. me, I reduce the risk. Like you're reducing the risk with, with yeah. your training. So, um, and I don't I like, that I don't too, go man. out there like filming the slow stuff. Like, like, you know, you, nobody wants to watch this, the slow action. Right. Yeah. Cause, but I, I actually like, before I even post up like that first summer video of me in the Canyon is like, I'm actually out there like two or three weeks before learning the road, right? Every, yeah. Like some, one time I was training my, my friend. He, he got, they're like, man, why is that kid so fast at the track? It's his first track day and he was doing like like two-minute laps. Two minutes is fast for the track we go to. Yeah. I was like, that's because I spent like a month with him in the canyons learning about apexes, learning about when to break, you know, getting slowly, slowly, slowly faster to a point where like, okay, now – you're too fast to be at the canyons. Let's take it to the track and see what you can really do. Okay. And even his first lap, it was like he was slow. And then I said, hey, remember when uh, you remember those turns that we used to practice at the canyons? You kind of just want to develop that here, mm-hmm. except here. It's like you can go a lot faster and it's a lot safer. Yeah. And at the end of the day, man, I, I couldn't catch that kid. <laughs> <laughs> he got better than you. Yeah, yeah, dude. In like one day. And I'm like, you bastard (laughs) (laughs) so yeah man i think um 
I think as YouTubers, we have a responsibility to, you know, at least give a little bit of background or, or some just just some truth. Yeah. You know, to what it is I put like I put out this canyon carving video and this guy's like, I really appreciate the fact that, you know, this this in this video you you made it a point that it's not a race. Yeah. Right? There's no trophy at the end. You know, the and then at the end of the day all you all anybody wants to do is just have fun and go home. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember that comment and I'm like, Okay, great. Somebody got something out of yeah. this video. That was my my point from the beginning of that video to the end is like Wear gear, have fun, don't push yourself. Yeah, yeah right. especially out in the canes, man. The only two consequences you can have is you go home or you don't. I mean, mm -hmm. that's it. At at the mm -hmm. track, uh, you got all this, you know, runoff. You have, mm -hmm. you know, everything. You probably have EMS standing by. So I mean, it's just so much better to just go to the track. And it's it's probably, I mean, it's pretty cheap though, right? If you just get a track day, you know, comparatively. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you're going to, yeah. So that's another thing I, I touched in one of my uh, track day tutorials is, um, yes, it's, it's, it's expensive, but if you're a person who doesn't um, find enjoyment or get enjoyment from riding to like the, the local coffee shop or yeah. whatever anymore, it's okay. So you think about the, the, the gas you're going to save from doing those rides. Yeah. Okay, like, or then, then the gas you're going to save from doing group rides, because group rides are never fun. Not for me, anyway. <laughs> Just yeah. because yeah, for me they're too. slow. Yeah, they're yeah. slow. There's too many people. There's too many things that could go wrong. Okay, so you save money there. And then you're saving money on insurance, right? If if you take off insurance, because um, most insurance companies don't do uh, don't cover track, track time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to, like, call them, call your individual insurance and ask them. Um, I know that some insurances do because they consider it a class. Okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So some of them just don't. They're just, no, tracks, like, that's where you crash. You know, we don't. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I told, uh, well, so I, anyway, back to my point is, um, yeah, it's, I think the cost outweighs the the benefits. Like, you're going to spend three to 350 out here in Washington uh -huh. for one track day, but you're going to learn a lot more. You're going to know where your limits are. If you want to crash, you can crash there. Um, and you'll meet a lot of cool people who are willing to show you, um, you know, what you're doing. You just have to be open, man. You can't be, I don't think you can go in there thinking you're, you know, whoever you are, Max yeah. Rist. I was going to bring that up because, because of the whole Canyon carving thing and, he actually yeah. came down here locally, uh, yeah. and I was going to meet him, but I had other things planned, and I'm glad I I have a, an aversion to meeting people, so yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of glad. But yeah, he was. there's a video of him on Mount Lemmon, and I know for a fact it's a 35-mile-hour road. I know how the road is. I ride it all the time, and I just enjoy it at 35, and he was doing wheelies down it, and I'm like, man, I, there's bicyclists always on there and it's like you got to be careful with them because it's at the end of the day it's kind of like their road i don't let them have mm -hmm. it the bicyclist and uh so i'm looking at your uh your video list and uh <laughs> I, I noticed uh that you had something about max wrist and i watched it and i i let me scroll back i i did a video about him and his little group ride, he did. A, I did an after action review of it. One of his, okay. I guess, one of his buddies or friends or fans or whoever, just ate it bad. 
um, probably trying to keep up with him or sure. trying to impress him. And he sure. was flown out, uh, massive uh, pelvic problems, you know, broken femur, all these different things. And I, I spent an hour talking about it. And wow. this, I, I just like, man, what I want to look something up. And I Googled and I just put in max risks. Maybe another video comes up. And then I saw something like conviction. It's like, what the heck is that? So I, I Googled some more, looked at some stuff. I saw some stuff on Reddit. And then your video popped up. Um, your video uh, talked about it. And what I liked about your video, and this is kind of what it kind of goes back to, you know, what type of influence and how we can get to it, is that I'm assuming that the, the comment that you pinned at the top is the person that was part of that. Mm-hmm. And that right there is unique versus what I read on Reddit and a few other things. So um, I don't even know how to approach this, man. I, I don't like yeah, at all like what happened with him and how f- big he still is. Sure. And it, it it sucks. I mean, we're both parents. I think that's kind of where you came from on that. Yeah. And it's like, that's disgusting, you know? Um, it's, it's, it's gut wrenching and it's, it's definitely not something I typically talk about. And, and you even said in your video, you don't want to be known for a commentary channel or anything like that. And I don't want you to be, but I think honestly, both of us, I think, I I think this needs to be out there. Like how you said, it's like, it just, it just needs to be out there. You can't wear a mask and then be like, everything's good. Um, but man, like, you know, we're, we're all talking like, like we, we both know. So I'm assuming the viewers might not know. So, um, just to kind of, uh, paraphrase a lot of the stuff is he was in the, uh, the army. I mean, shoot, you're, you're in the military. You're in the army. Is the army that you did? Okay. So then you, Oh, probably. I've met, yeah. I've met a lot of, yeah, I've been in, I was in army for a few years and I'm, and you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try to take over a little bit. Go ahead. So that way I can explain the, the, my, my, my thinking of making that, that video. I, I always wanted to make it when yeah. I found out, right? So I, I was wanted, on, yeah. are you on um, Motor Riders Universe yep. on Facebook? Yep. Okay, so I'm, I'm on that. And um, <clears throat> I've been a fan of Max Riss for a while, man. I, well, one of the reasons I liked what he was, I, I understand like the, the dangerous stuff and that's kind of was, was appealing to me and mm-hmm. I'm sure appealing to a lot of his audience, right? Still is, yeah. Yeah, still is. And, um, you know, one day, I noticed that he was in. Well, I knew, I knew he was in Italy because I, I did my research because I was like, I, I'm seeing all these um, exotic cars. And yeah. Stuff. And then the the license plates were like European and whatnot. Anyway, um, I'm watch. Can we pause for one second? Yeah, we can. We can go ahead and pause. pause. Okay. I, I'll just crying. cut this part out. Okay. Cool. I'll be right back. Yeah. I'm no just problem. Give her a meal. All right. I think we're good. She just. She's in between her nap and TV. Yeah, no okay, problem. so where was I? Okay, um, so I'm a huge yeah. fan, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I, I noticed that he was in Italy, um, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I had read some stuff that he was in the army. I was like, oh, cool. There's a there's a duty station out there. So and then there was a lot of other articles that I read, and it, it kind of linked it to where like you know he's a U- United States soldier making these videos, and you know they. <laughs> He got a lot of backlash in, in Italian news, man. If you ever get a chance to read up on that. I should, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was just kind of like, uh, it was like he didn't confirm it was him, but he didn't deny it was him. Right? They, they interviewed him. It wasn't a confirm or deny. So I was like, okay, yeah, it's got to be him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, cool, man. And then 
I remember on Motor Riders Universe, somebody posted something about him. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, that's cool. I love that guy. You know, that video is my favorite or whatever. And then this guy, I don't know his name. He said, I'm not going to support that guy. He's done this, this, and that. And I'm like, wait, wait, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, and back then it was, uh, this was when Snooge, I don't know if you know Snooge, he was still kind riding of. bikes. Yeah. So he was still riding bikes. And then it went from one, it was literally from one one upload to the next between two days. It was in Italy. And then the next day it was in California. I know those roads. I know that area. I'm like, mm-hmm. that is California. Yeah. Like, this is a new road. It was his May, it was like May 8th to May 9th video. Um, so I was like, that's weird. That's a weird transition, but I guess he's in Cali now. He's in California now. And then Snooge did some videos with them. And I was like, oh, that's really cool, man. Two motor vloggers that I follow. I was not like, I don't think I was like making videos at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, that's kind of cool. And then somebody told me that they don't support him, blah, blah, blah. I did some digging and everything just lined up. And then there was this uh, Army Times article mm-hmm. that it, it posts, like, who's in, you know, whoever got in trouble. Yeah, I saw that. That was really interesting. Yeah. And his, you know, he's way at the bottom somewhere. And then, you know, you see all the charges. And I'm just like, what the heck? Then I found the Reddits. And then for, like, maybe, like, six to eight months, I was like, I'm going to make it my mission to, like, get somebody big to talk about this, right? I, yeah, I think I, I'm pretty it. sure I, yeah, right. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I hit up Yami Noob too. And, you know, it's just like nobody wanted to touch it because the there was no, there's really no solid evidence. But in my gut, in my heart, in my experience in the, in the military, I was like, I've met a lot of, a lot of these guys, man. And they feel like, you know, they, they have all this power, or, you know, you, when you get this, this certain amount of rank, you just feel like untouchable. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe that, that has to do with, you know, that, that reflects on his writing or his channel or whatever. Yeah. So one day I was making, I was making my kids like lunch or something. And I was looking at my daughter and then looking at my son. And then I was just, you know, I said, man, if somebody did this to mm-hmm. my kids. So I, I finished, I said, you guys hang out and eat. I'm going to go to the garage real quick. Set up my lights, set up my camera, turn it on, recorded it. You know, and before that, I had read the uh, YouTube Terms of Service. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, what can and what can I say and what can't I say? Yeah. Right? A lot of people are like, you're very vague in that video. And I, there was a reason I was very vague because I didn't want the video taken down once I had uploaded it. Yeah. So there's a reason I, I just kind of left a lot, of, a lot of blanks. So, yeah, fast forward uh, before that video kind of went viral, right? What's funny is like a lot of his videos, like you know how you go to analytics, like what videos yeah. are suggesting your video? Yeah. His videos are suggesting my video. Yeah. Yeah. So um they finally caught on his team or whatever. Okay, let me backtrack a little bit. While I was putting the, the Italy and California video together, the guy who took over the original before there was a Max Risk gold or black, yeah. right? There was just Max Risk. The guy who took over he was actually doing some like live streams and, and stuff on the actual Max Risk channel. And I DM'd him. I was like, hey, man, I'm interested in your editing style because you're taking these corners at 35 miles an hour and it looks like you're going a lot faster than, you know, what your speedometer says. Yeah. Like, I could take that corner faster than you. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my, my, from my experience of riding. And he said, ND filters, 
And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, what what kind of ND filters, blah, blah, blah. He was giving me some advice. And then he was like, I'm actually not Maskerist, right? I'm actually his editor. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, so this is not Maskerist. So Maskerist must be some other guy. And this guy just edits his videos. Kind of find out they had gotten together, like, long before uh, the Italy videos. And, like, he just, it was just like when, when the original Maskerist was just starting off, this guy in California hit him up. And he said, hey, man, I'd love to edit videos for you. And then it just became a partnership ever since. So fast forward to the whole California and Italy thing. So I think somewhere between March 8th. And if you look at the timeline mm-hmm. of the the um, the Army Times, I think it was around the same time, too. Yeah. And that's when he went to jail. Yeah. And that guy in California took over the channel. And it was totally different content. And I was like, it just it, it added up, man. And yeah. I was like, holy, like, I can't take this information and I have to give it to somebody else. Like, somebody who, because there are people who are going to look at me like, who are you? You're a nobody. Nobody's going to listen to you. Yeah. But like I said, I was making lunch for my kids one day and then I was just looking at them, man. And I just, it, it broke my freaking heart, dude. That's why it broke I, my I, heart. I, uh, kind of brought it up a little bit right here i we were talking and i'm like i don't even want to bring it up because this is just such a good conversation but i i can understand where you're coming from from a parent i can understand where you're coming from as as just who you are you know obviously in the, in the army as a parent uh in the community so keep yeah, i'm listening man this is i now that i know where you're coming from it's not like you're out there throwing shade right. i guess or whatever no yeah, no absolutely not that's why I liked it. That's why I liked your video. So. Yeah, it just it hurt me, man. It it really it really did because you know we took the same oath, you know, to yeah. to serve and 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 defend the people. That, and then, you know, you're you're violating those that oath. Yeah. In my mind, right? Yeah. You know, I don't want to be like too epic about it. You know, I'm just just a guy. But fuck, man, like when you take that oath, you just kind of like you understand what what goes into that oath, you know, yeah. and to know that. First of all, you're a high-ranking, you know, official. Yeah. And you abuse that power. Yeah. I don't care who I am. I don't care how little I am. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm just going to put it out there, and then you guys, you know, people can decide. And it's been it's been nice to hear people, you know, support what I do. But when Aaron, Aaron like, Aaron never, yeah. it was never from the, the beginning. I never reached out to her. I didn't know who she was. Yeah. All I know is that somebody out there was victimized somebody's kids right and it, w- it really was my hope that they find the video and that they know that somebody's out there listening yeah right somebody knows your story and you know i'm not going to just stand by and you know just keep my mouth shut that's how i teach my kids man that yeah my son i'm like you see something wrong man dude do something you know yeah. like look out for others it's the right thing to do as a as a human being you know we have to look look out for each other if you see anybody getting bullied you know say something you know befriend yeah. them yeah we we're, we we haven't be better. we haven't touched on on what he did exactly i don't think that needs to be said no um i'll link everybody to that your video um Great. and then they can go ahead and look at that pinned comment um from aaron and that's yeah. the person that was intimately within that situation they're they're within that situation but the one thing i do want to at least my viewers to understand is that uh, you got to be very careful with who you associate yourself with, who you emulate, who you like. 
Um, as a parent, same thing, you know, we think about that with our kids, but understand that, like you're saying, there's one, there, one of them was an editor and then one of them was the actual max risk guy. And based off of what Aaron says right here is that the max risk guy, the one that is, did all these things, the one that got in trouble in jail, I think he said 30 months with all these other different things. Um, he was in jail while this editor was, uh, doing basically keeping his channel up at the end of the day though the max risk guy was still making a ton of money um, that's what people don't understand yeah he's making a ton of money understand. yeah and he's grown since understand. then he's grown he has he has and it's the whole and i understand that you even brought it up a little bit it's like nobody wants to see people going slow there's going to be a lot of impressionable uh people writers kids specifically that are going to be seeing this and think this is badass you know the 360 camera editing all these different things um but who is it that you're supporting you know uh every time you watch their video you, you basically giving them adsense and then all yeah. the merchandise all the other stuff um i just i just felt like that should have been said and i'm glad you brought it up um on your channel and then i'm glad we we're able to talk about it um but do some research, guys. Definitely do some research into Max Rist. If you, it, it's very easy to find out just Max Rist conviction or Max Rist Reddit conviction or whatever it is. I'll even, you know, I'll post the link in the description. Sure. But um, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't want to make it a downer. I'm really excited about uh, all the other stuff that you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can leave it at that with Max yeah. Rist. I, I, oh, yeah. I, we we skirt around it just because we we there's definitely stuff we could say off camera and sure. we'll feel comfortable but sure. um yeah it's just just it's you know they try to get my video down three times right taking it they, they tried taking yeah copyright they claim to, or no uh, it was um like defamation claim or something oh really yeah three times man three different um three different times but i did my homework I, yeah you can't i know i didn't say anything it's all about, that's why we're definitely not saying anything now, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I mean, resources, um, yeah. I mean, what are you going to take down, uh, the armytimes.com, you know, it's, but yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm more interested definitely now in, in, uh, your flipping of motorcycles and, and, and how you transition from this racer to somebody that's more safe. I think that's really awesome, man. I, that's really cool. That's really cool. I think we need more yeah. riders out there like that. Yeah, I think it, it comes with, I don't know. I, I feel like if you have, it's just, I think it's just personality, man. I think if you're just like, you know, like yeah. running, running gun, you know, you're yeah. not going to care. No. Yeah, it's, There's something out there external that has to make you care, honestly. Yeah. 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 For me, it was kids. Definitely kids. Yeah. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't think my life would be the same without motorcycles i think in a, in a sense motorcycles saved my life yeah. and i put out this one video and somebody is like man that's deep like there's not enough real in yeah. in in the community or in just in youtube and i'm like okay you know it's like the lowest point of my life i was like a big like i was oh, man i grew up in nevada man you know uh -huh. and there's gambling everywhere my family's like gamblers and stuff and then the, at one point in my life i was a I was a compulsive gambler. Almost lost my house, my you know, wow. my family, everything, man, for 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 that. And uh, yeah, I, th I think the only thing that ever like 
kept me going was like being able to ride bikes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that, I just felt like. I think we all kind of gravitate towards that. Same thing with, uh, I talk about mental health on my channel. So, yeah. um, I mean, that's part of why I'm not a firefighter anymore. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Not? Yeah. How long has it been? Uh, it's been a, it's May 2018 is when I resigned. Oh, and, wow, man. Well, yeah, thanks I, for your service, brother. I'm, I'm sure you've seen, seen some things. That's yeah. why I made these these videos, or I, I focus on safety and stuff. And, you know, I pull from my 11 years as a firefighter, you know, situational awareness. I mean, I'm sure you understand all that stuff, you know, the color codes and, and different stages, um, the OODA loop, all that stuff. Um, but that's where I pull from into my videos and the mental health stuff too. And I pull and I, and I do that. So that's why I wanted to talk to you because just looking at your stuff, I'm trying to figure out who you are, where your background is, what shapes your content. You know, that's why I even asked about Adobo Moto. I mean, it's like, there's definitely a reason behind that. So it's just really cool to, to get to know you, man. Honestly, I, uh, I got to get going pretty soon though. I got a live stream in about 15 minutes. Awesome. Um, but, uh, I would definitely like to have you back on whenever, uh, maybe in like a couple months and then see where you're at.